Gorillamedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The Gamezilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. Gamezilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle. <sighs> do that again. No, it's, I have to leave the mic for it. I can't do it. But, welcome, welcome. Thank you for welcome. being on the show. You're welcome. Let's not forget our lovely, beautiful, gorgeous producers, the Deadite Knight and Testonomics. Man, we're here. We are present and accounted for. Mm. Right. We're listening to episode 215 of the Gamezilla podcast, brought to you by Jazzy Phil. He pays for everything. No. This show is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can get early access and influence this show by visiting patreon.com slash Media. Test will send you a message on there because he loves you. All right. Well, we're already way behind our schedule, so let's get right into it. It's time for some team talk. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Welcome to the all new and improved team talk. The only way you're going to know it's improved is if you come over to twitch.tv slash Media Monday nights and enjoy it live. But let's just go ahead and start with Deadite. What's your gaming moment of the week? I've just been kicking ass at Pocket Rumble. <laughs> I waited for like a year and a half for this game to come out. If, if you're not familiar with Pocket Rumble, it was a game that was shown off in the first Nintendo indie showcase for the Nintendo Switch. They showed this game off, and it's uh, it's a game that's stylized like a Neo Geo pocket color fighting game. Uh, it's a simple two-button fighter with easy uh, inputs for doing the specials, uh, a roster of eight unique characters, and it was uh, $9.99 on the Switch. So it's the fighting game I've been waiting for. They've been they've had all those SNK classic fighters like King of Fighters and Samurai Showdown that they put up there for 8 bucks, and I passed in all the Street Fighters because I was specifically waiting for this game. I would check their Twitter account like once a month, be like, when is this damn game coming out? And it finally came out. So I'm pretty excited. I had a lot of fun with it, but it's hard. I lost a lot and still continue to lose a lot, even though I'm learning the game, but I really do enjoy it. Yeah, I played a little bit of it. It was fun. Yeah. Can't beat it for 10 bucks. No, it's it's a really solid game for 10 bucks. If you like fighting games, um, it's the whole game sort of feels like it wasn't really like polished. Like they, they got the fighting down, but everything around the actual gameplay isn't doesn't really seem like it's there. Like there's no uh, title cards in between the rounds to show like, oh, you're fighting this person. Like in every other fighting game, when you beat the arcade mode, it flashes. Thanks for playing for like five seconds with the full roster in a picture, and you're right back at the main menu. It just those aspects of the game kind of feel like is this game really done? But you get into the fights, and it it feels really good. It's super fun. Good. Jazzy Fiddle, gaming moment of the week. I played nothing but Minecraft. They got Testonomics, me... <laughs> gaming moment. 
They got me sucked into Minecraft uh, before the 4th. And uh, before the 4th of July, I played until 4 in the morning. And then every night since then, because I'm addicted to breaking little blocks and then building shit out of them. I don't know why. I think I have a problem. Oh, I know you have a problem. It's ba it's bad. Like every night, like I can't go to bed until I play some Minecraft. Why do you want this for me? Why is that? Why do you want this to happen to me? <laughs> I want you to suffer like you know. I have an addicted personality. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you need to suffer like we all are suffering. I was I was betting people about kids doing bike races before I came in here. I have a gambling problem, and you're <laughs> I have an addictive personality, and you guys are trying to get me hooked on Minecraft. I mean, it's worth it. It's not. It's totally worth it. I will say that I downloaded this game for the Switch, like, back when I first got my Switch, and I played, like, maybe two, three hours, and I was like, man, this is kind of boring and lame. And then uh, when they're all like, hey, we're hopping on the Minecraft train, and the community's like, yeah, we're going to do a community night on it, I was like, I actually have this game, so I'll, I'll, I'll re-download it to my Switch, and then I'll hop in with you guys. Yeah, why did you buy this game? Because you bought it a long time it was, ago. It was on sale on uh, the eShop. That's not the answer. <laughs> like, the games are on sale every week. I know. That's how you end up playing games that I would play. Like, oh, it was on sale, so I'm playing it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's complete garbage. It was programmed by a nine-year-old on drugs. <laughs> but I'm playing it. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I just picked it up because it was on sale, and I was like... It's a builder, and I like games like it, like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, I got sucked into the Sim series and like Sim Sim City series and stuff like that. So I like those like kind of simulation games where you can build stuff and then you know destroy it and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I just didn't I didn't care for it. And then when Community Night came around, we had uh, four to six of us all in the same like uh, server or game room and uh, on all different devices. Minus PlayStation because you know they're they're playing with everybody else. Uh, but we had <laughs> we had somebody on mobile. We had somebody on Switch. A couple people on Switch. We had somebody on their uh, Xbox. And then uh, Doge was playing on his console. So or his uh, PC. So um, we had. Everybody except for uh, PlayStation users in there, and we were having a good time. <laughs> they caught it. I didn't know if they caught it or not, but uh, yeah, I li we liked we liked your uh, your version of devices. Devices. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know you're obsessed because devices. we were supposed to uh, work on some projects for the upcoming Nerd Barbecue 4.0, and at four we did it. and at the four in the morning, I'm like, oh. Jazzy's still in the Discord chat with someone. I know what they're... And that's when I'm like, oh, Jazzy even made a Minecraft voice chat room. Or somebody did. I'm going to blame Jazzy for it. Uh, I may have hinted. <laughs> I did not make it, if, if you want to go there. I may have hinted to Tess that we should have one. <laughs> yeah. So. <sighs> well, Tess, let's slide over to you. Gaming moment of the week. So similarly... To, uh, to Jazzy's gaming moment of the week. Mine Minecraft, also has Minecraft, to do Minecraft. with Minecraft. Yeah. So, let me set the stage for you. We are on the eve of America's recognized birthday. This is the evening of July 3rd, a Tuesday. Most people having the next day off. So, um, me and Doge, we were playing some Minecraft, and then slowly but surely, you know, Jazzy jumps in, the Ninja Carter jumps in, the Glitch jumps in, uh, drunk Link from my Twitch stream jumps in, <laughs> yep. jumps in, and then eventually Grimlock gets there. And we're playing. We started about seven p.m. We ended at 
about 1 a.m. because that's when Doge was getting offline. Now, some people went off to continue playing. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm all set. I'm, I'm done for the night. I've been playing this game for six hours. So I go and I get everything ready kind of for my 4th of July celebrations and um, take a shower, get my clothes ready for the next day, whatever. I go to actually go to bed around 2.30 in the morning and I look at the Discord and there's still three people in the voice chat. It is Jazzy, The Glitch, and Grimlock the Dino. Whoa, no, whoa, 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 no. So it wasn't me. I, I, joined, I was hacked. Shut up. I, I was joined, hacked. I joined the voice chat, and you've got Grimlock and Jazzy like, come on, man. They're like, oh, we just reached the other side of the mountain. Like, they're celebrating <laughs> that they dug this deep hole. Oh, I feel shame. Through, no. through a mountain. And I'm like, man, I kind of, like, do I want to see what this, like, hole that they dug through this mountain looks like? I'm like, well, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to grab my Switch. And then until four o'clock in the morning, it was me, your two hosts, nah. and the glitch. Just like there was a there was a chicken inside the house. It was laying eggs. We were throwing eggs. Hey, I was trying to we make a, never name that chicken. Right. I was trying to make a little grotto like the Playboy Mansion, and uh, never found water. And uh, and the glitch was just building a nice pretty house. And then and, and the glitch did everything before in that game. before Grimlock can say whatever he wants to say. He went down this entire deep hallway and replaced all the dirt in the walls with cobblestone, nah. so it looked nicer. Nah, that so wasn't me. before he, he says completely like, undersold <laughs> this Grimlock. It was more like we made it. It's true. It's true. If you want to be honest, if I'm going to have to sit here and throw myself under the bus, it was more like you were running back because you needed food. <laughs> and I was like, Jazzy, starve yeah. to death. You need to see this. And then you turn around, and as you're dying, I'm chipping away, and there's light shining through just cube by cube. And we're like, yes, we're almost there. We're almost free. And then, yes, I did. I went through and I <laughs> cleaned up the hallway and made it look real nice with torches and everything. Screw you guys. <laughs> yeah, so with everybody in the community that all played that day, there was over 30 hours, 30 man hours of Minecraft played that evening <laughs> among everybody that joined. So uh, it was kind of wild. We'll probably have one or two more community nights, and then we'll move on to something else. But in the meantime, Minecraft's hecka hot right now. So I'll have to say for my gaming moment of the week, like I have never played Minecraft. That's it. Okay, right, so let's get moment. to some news. <laughs> so I, it's a good moment. <laughs> no, I have never played Minecraft until this moment, and I never understood Minecraft. Like people that like are crazy about this game, and I, I just never understood like how something like this could be could continuously be entertaining. And I would say by myself, this game would, I would never want to play this game. But the second that we threw four people in there and we were just being stupid because it was four in the morning and we were all tired. Uh, I had a lot of fun just because I think it was finally that game where it was like we weren't playing Destiny, running through a raid, getting mad at each other because someone couldn't do the jump puzzle BMC. Uh, we weren't, you know, r playing Rocket League and and Deadite, who's supposed to be the best goalie in the world, all of a sudden just has a meltdown and lets everything in. It, it was just, it was just four people. I forgot what button goes forward. Okay, I got confused. <laughs> yeah. It was just a bunch of people hanging out like building stuff and then when it got dark out it was like survive and then daytime came out and you built more stuff and I don't know it just was relaxing in a, in a weird way it's one of the most relaxing games I think I may have ever played so, oh yeah player one Miggy says wait till you build a portal to hell we did that it was me Doge and uh, the glitch 
you go to like the nether realm. You literally, you go to hell. And there was this like crazy thing that was like laughing like a little baby. <laughs> it was like, it was nuts. So yeah. We're going to have to get you guys in there next community night. But no, yeah, uh, gaming moment of the week, definitely. I, I haven't played a lot of games because we've been getting ready for Nerd Barbecue and some upcoming events, uh, working on the studio and stuff like that. So for me, it's got to be Minecraft because it's really been the only gaming I've been able to uh, get in besides hanging out uh, at Deadite's house and playing some Pocket Rumble, which was uh, was enjoyable. All right. <laughs> All right. Only Pocket game I play is pool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, for <laughs> that's what we've been playing. Let us know what you're playing. <laughs> what is going on over there? I pounded a couple Zimas before the show, boys. It's gonna be a wild one. Wrap in. Okay. <laughs> Why does this always happen? Every time we change the smallest thing in the studio, the next show is just goofy. Like y'all just being goofy today. Yeah. I'm yeah. always like this. <laughs> this, because, is, this is who I've always because been. Because Ethan This is me now. Ethan acts as if he's like blind in the studio. So when you change anything up, it's like he's gotta run into everything to know where it's at. I have the worst spatial awareness <laughs> of maybe any person I've ever met. This is true. I'm always hitting things, I'm always knocking things over. This is very true. I'm always hitting my head on stuff. I, my spatial awareness very poor. Yeah, very V poor. Very poor. All right, well, I have no chandeliers in my house. That's what we've been playing. Let us know what you're playing on Discord. You can join Discord by going to gameslittlemedia.com and scrolling to the bottom of that homepage, clicking the Discord button. Or if you're here live enjoying the show, you can uh, click on that link that's going to be hitting. But let's move on to some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Okay, topic number one. We're going to move right into Nintendo. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention to the news, Nintendo has been having some, some stock problems, some investor concerns. Even though the Nintendo Switch is booming business right now, people are concerned after E3 with such a just okay E3 presentation. Just kind of expected E3 presentation. And, uh, Jazzy, what, what are you doing over there? Look at all these game studios. Oh, oh, okay. So, yeah, you're playing to the... Okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, anyways, Nintendo wants to reassure investors that its 2018 lineup has not been fully revealed. That's it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I was going to say that's the news. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at you. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, they it, their E3 was real weak. They played basically Smash and more Smash and then gave you a quick, like, you know, flash pictures of a few games like this. Like, you blink and then the next game's already up. Um, and a lot of it was just stuff that might be coming to the Switch um, in the future that we kind of already knew about or had seen previous previous to this E3. So we came out of E3 with very little, and um, I think this this had to be done. Nintendo had to say something about the fact that they still have more to come in 2018 because if they give us only what they gave us at E3, it's not a lot. Not a lot at all. See, I think the investors are being stupid. Because just think about how many 
frat boys who only have a GameCube and Melee, they're going to gonna go out and they're going to cash in all the beer cans that they've drank for a Switch and the new Smash. They're going to sell so many Switches because of Smash Brothers yeah. this holiday season. That's all they need. So I think I think if any investors are nervous or, you know, stock owners, they need to pump pump the brakes. They're going to be just fine. See, that the was, bros will take them to the promised land. That was my point here is I thought that for for the stock issues and and the concern about hitting 20 million switch units and and all that stuff like it's it's Smash Brothers. Like it's one of those titles that is always has always and will always be a system seller for Nintendo. So what are you concerned about? Like for them to have that as their tail end uh for this year is perfect. Like there's no there's nothing wrong with that. So, I don't know. Like, I'm glad that they came out and said, you know, well, we're not done yet because... And the reason why our back our backdrop uh, this week for this topic is what it is is because we think it's going to be third-party support. Like, I don't... Tess, Tess and I were talking about this before the show. There's no way they're going to come out and say, hey, here's more first-party games that we didn't tell you about just that are going to they're going to come out the end of this year. There, there's, why would you do that? That doesn't seem smart either. If I was an investor, I'd be upset about that. So, I don't know. What do we think is... Do we think there's anything that's big enough? Like, do we think something like Blizzard deciding at the end of the year to... Well, not the end of the year, but soon here to be like, end of the year, Overwatch, coming to the Switch. Oh, man. That'd sell some systems. It, it would. It would. Overwatch on the go? I'm trying. I'm trying to. Overwatch. I'm trying to be positive in the fact that I know it would sell systems, but I really don't want it to because I just I'm so over Overwatch. Because you're a Minecraft guy. Because I'm a Minecraft guy now. <laughs> let's let's get Tess chiming on this though. The the face of Switch. I want to I want to hear what your thoughts are on first of all the investors having some uh, cold feet, and then what do you think Nintendo's going to do to help people calm down. So as much as I get the the investors being worried, right? I mean, it's 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 just a money game. These aren't video game analysts. These are just people who have got money in the game, and I get it. You know, there's not a ton. Or, there, there is a lot coming out though, right? So we do have Pokemon, and we've got uh, we've got Super Smash Brothers coming out this year. So it's already two huge games. Um, like, could I see Nintendo sneaking a? Uh, like an Animal Crossing out, like hey for holiday maybe, but that seems something that they would have at least whispered about at E3. So I think you're on the right path with one of those higher caliber third party titles like an Overwatch or uh, just something else that may not be a system seller all on its own. But it's like oh you know I wanted to play Smash, and it'll be cool to have a portable Overwatch. And I can have portable Minecraft. So, like, those three things, I'm going to buy the system. Um, I mean, the market's going to react the way the market's react. Or the, that it's going to react. Uh, Nintendo's been on a, a, a rocket ship, you know, straight up almost since the Switch is, uh, you know, since it dropped. There's going to be fluctuations. It is, you know, a game of, of buy and sell. So, I think they'll be fine. I don't know what they've got up their sleeve. I can't, you know, I can't imagine. But... I don't think they're just blowing hot air either, so we just got to wait and see. Do we think that this is because of the way that sales typically works in any environment and the fact that they're comparing a comp to last year, which was a release year for the Switch, 
and there was a lot that came out. So are they jumping the gun and saying like, hey, we're worried because they're comparing these numbers that they have so far to last year, which was a system launch year? But last I saw, they weren't even comp- they're not comparing it to last year. They said this year they want to sell 20 million units. They want to ship 20 million units. That's been the goal since the beginning of this fiscal year back in whatever March or April. So I mean. Th- their, their goal is already to comp like 150% over last year to begin with. So, I mean, it probably isn't where they were last year, but they still have Christmas and all these big releases coming out. I, I, I don't know where... Nintendo does not seem that they've got any lacking confidence that they're going to hit that 20 million number. So, um, And that's 20 million this year alone. Right, right, right. They're not trying to sell 6 million more than the 14 million they sold last year. They're trying to sell 20 million units this. Yeah. So from, from March to March or April to April, whatever their fiscal year is. Yeah. Which I think they could do coming in the holiday season being that unless you get a dramatic price cut in one of the other systems, like they would have already purchased these systems. So unless like the Pro or the, or the X get a, a good chunk price cut for the holidays... I still think Switch is going to be your your number one sale this holiday season. Bottom line is you have a you have a new Pokemon game coming out. So as long as it doesn't just completely suck, which I doubt it will, then you're going to sell. Okay, what I mean to say is, as long as you're not Pokemon Ranger or something, yeah. then you're going to be completely fine because you don't you don't even have a 3DS version of Pokemon to compete with. Mm-hmm. This is your Pokemon for 27 or 2018. I, I'm not even sure what year it is anymore. But you know, so when you have that on top of Smash, I just don't like. You're gonna hit your goal. You're gonna hit your goal, no problem. And even if you didn't release a single thing from here on out, like beyond just like the small stuff that we're getting here, you know, every week stuff gets sprinkled in with indie games. But even if Bethesda or Capcom or or you know some of these other bigger uh, companies didn't bring anything to the table right away, I don't understand what the concern is. Nintendo is gonna be fine. And so as an investor, like chill out. I, I hate to pop the excitement bubble and the speculating and dreaming of what it's going to be, but all it is is Nintendo's just going to mention something with Nintendo Online. Like, oh, the other thing we have up our sleeve is announcing whatever the game, how the games program is going to work for Nintendo Online. That's the other thing that they haven't announced yet. Yeah, that's true, and and maybe they'll maybe they'll surprise us with a much bigger library than we're expecting. Yeah, that, and that would be cool. But I think I think I sh- I strongly think that when they're like, oh, we haven't announced everything we got this year, it, it's just going to be involving something around Nintendo Online. All right, moving on, we got some idiots we want to talk about. Tens of thousands of Fortnite players have downloaded a virus that. Uh, they, they didn't really want, but they wanted free V-Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, we all need free V-Bucks in our life. We it all stands for virus bucks, people. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you need to get your Zilly Dollars. <laughs> zilly Dollars. Yeah, yeah, get your Zilly Dollars right now. <clears throat> all right, well, uh, basically, Fortnite players looking for an easy way to uh, get the leg up uh, may want to think twice about how they do it. So first of all, let's let's just let's just rewrite that. People that want to steal and cheat, think about it before you do it, because there's usually <laughs> some other ultimative ultimatum there that's going on. So um, it's not everybody; it's just the seventy-eight thousand of you. Yeah, that's it. But basically, <laughs> uh, game streaming service Rainway detailed in a blog post today how 
Uh, a bunch of players downloaded an app that infected their machines with the virus. Uh, the app in question promised to freely generate V-Bucks, which is Fortnite's uh, in-game currency, while also delivering a aimbot that would give players an unfair advantage in firefights. Instead, it delivered a man-in-the-middle attack that altered web page requests on users' PC by adding in tags for an ad service called Adtelligent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, okay, listen. Everybody knows that this... Sh or everybody should know at this point that it's a virus because the only way you're getting anything free like V-Bucks or Overwatch, you know, loot boxes or anything like that is you have to earn Subway gift cards. <laughs> and then you could turn those Subway gift cards into the currency that you want in your video games. It's either you eat fresh or you look fresh with good skin. <laughs> right, it's that's one or the what other. I'm saying. It's the only way you can get an actual currency in game that isn't a virus. So get fake credit cards. Go get Subway gift cards with those fake credit cards. Convert those into riot points. Then you take League of Legends riot points. You spin those into Mesta, which is Fantasy Star Online currency. You take those, throw it into. I'm done. I'm not, I'm not going to keep going. Don't do it. It's stupid. <laughs> Steal your parents' credit card and tell them you won't love them unless they buy you G-Bucks or whatever. V-Bucks. <laughs> G-Bucks is for something else. I mean, you you guys all joke, but you, you remember how excited I was after after Christmas this year when I realized that I could turn that Subway gift card into Riot <laughs> right, Points, right? right. Exactly. I'm like, I don't, I don't eat at Subway, and I'm like, that's one of the four things you can use to buy Riot, yeah. or Riot Points. Plus, they have apps now that don't have viruses on them where you could watch like 362,000 ads and then get like a $5 Subway gift card. Or just give us bits. Or, or you give us bits with it. So the best we do accept Subway gift cards here at GameZilla Media. The best part is Rainway, the company that's kind of uh, exposing this, uh, you know, this whatever uh, virus, and just and the app in general uh, has come out to say, you know, like it's an excellent uh, personal security tip to not download these apps. <laughs> you probably you probably need to reformat your PC. It's uh, you know, yeah, it, it basically just like saying right. But then they <laughs> like they're like, hey, good tip to not get a virus. Don't download a virus. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, yeah, it's straightforward. I love it. But um, the <laughs> the thing is, though, that, that I thought was interesting was that the the CEO. Um, Andrew Sampson went on to explain how Epic Games can also contribute to preventing further cases similar to this one in the future. Quoted, Epic could do a better job at educating their users on the malicious programs and help them understand how airtight Fortnite systems are at preventing cheating. Okay, let me, oh let me just tell God. you this. Uh, all right. It's one thing to protect your game and be and, and make sure your game's safe. It's another thing for me to to tell to tell seventy eight thousand idiots not to do something dumb. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am not IT like network security for the world. And if you're gonna make a dumb decision because you think you can get free V bucks in season five of a game that's been that's been like. This might have been something that I would have actually believed was a, like a, a loophole, like when the game launched, and then they would have patched it and fixed it. Not season five that we're rolling into. That is the equivalent of a lawyer standing up in front of a court and being like, it is the job of the bank to inform my client who tried to rob him that they had armed guards there to shoot him. 
They yeah. should have warned him that there were guards there to shoot him when he was trying to steal that money. Yeah. Like, exactly. come on. You know the sad part about this dead no one though, told me the drugs that, were bad. <laughs> the sad part about oh, this dead is that they're going to win this case, and then the loading screen of Fortnite is going to be like, you shouldn't download things that could give your, your council a virus. Because what happened with the person that walked off a cliff while they were playing Pokemon Go? The same thing. Now when you load into Pokemon Go, it's like, make sure you're being safe. And looking where you're going while playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I'm going to go that's home. That's actually really true. Hey, this coffee, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to go home and I'm going to put uh, little uh, labels on all of my power outlets that just say, don't put your wiener in them. <laughs> just so people know it's a bad idea. Oh. I want to protect my friends when they Is come Is that over. why I wasn't feeling well when I went over to your house the other day? Well, you feel really good for a split second and <laughs> yeah. you feel the burn. Burning sets in yeah. and the numbness. And yeah. Well, no, it, that's the part I like. Yeah. Well, okay. then, all right. You must have had a great time at my you house. You should do that though, especially with a group of friends whose wieners will all fit in your sockets. Okay. Uh, Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a roll with those yeah. crickets. It's a second wiener joke that's fallen completely flat. This show. <laughs> oh, they flat like a wiener. <laughs> They would also like to recommend uh, they spend more time moderating YouTube to help take down these videos to avert a countless number of people from <laughs> from owning themselves. Sometimes uh, the allure of cheating is powerful and a strong presence is needed to help push people in the right direction. You ever feel bad for anyone that got a virus on BitTorrent? No, no, you don't! No! You're stealing from someone. <laughs> oh, oh, you got shot in the leg because you broke into my house and took all my stuff? Like, oh, man, I feel bad now. I'm sorry. Here, take my plate. No! Go to jail! It's a good thing we're a standard ground state. True. <sighs> <laughs> I like, too, how this was an app that not only would earn you V-Bucks to buy the skins in the game, but also helped you cheat with an aimbot. That's the best part. <laughs> like, That's the best part. Like, <laughs> So, ep so epic! Not only not only did you get a virus, but Epic's about to ban your account for cheating. Yeah. All right. So before we move away from Fortnite, we do have a official July twelfth date for Fortnite season five to uh, drop, and with that, we've been seeing some very interesting um, marketing campaign going on. So now we're having actual. Fortnite assets show up in real life. Like this hamburger in the desert. Yeah, this hamburger guy in the desert uh, somewhere in California. And the best part of this story is that the photographer that found it isn't a gamer and somehow doesn't know what Fortnite is. And so they were. Man, I wish I was that guy. <laughs> I wish I didn't know anything about this. Yeah. This ain't a true story. Yeah. Doesn't know what Fortnite is. It's a lie. So he posts the picture up on like Reddit and he's like, you know, hey, anybody know what this is? And of course, obviously, the internet starts helping them. But then they all start calling him out like, it's fake. It's photoshopped. So then the guy's like videotaping himself standing next to this thing. And this random dude walks up to him uh, in like a, in a outfit. And basically, like, hands them this card that has a phone number on it. And when you call this phone number, when you call this phone number, it 
creates a sound effect that's been in the game, but like a distorted version of the sound effect that's happening with these rifts that are causing these teleportations of weird items like this to be dropped into different places. Now, in the game, we're seeing new items like sand and anchors and all sorts of stuff show up. And in real life, we're seeing things like this burger. And now, test, am I right? There's four pinatas that, llama pinatas that have been found? Yeah, at least as, uh, as about an hour before we recorded, there's been four. And they're, and they're all over the world. It's not like there's four in, you know, the middle of a desert in California. Like, they were in four different countries around the world that you're finding these llamas. Yeah. And then uh, last thing, last last bit of a tease that we've got is uh, they released the July 12th date of season five, but it was a, with another, like, uh, rift and a weird mask, like, masked creature uh, standing behind, uh, well, not standing, but the face of that creature was within the rift. So that's where we're at right now. Do you have any takes on this Fortnite Master test? I mean, like, that, there was, like, a Japanese cat mask or something, or a fox something kind of weird mask that they did for uh, um, for the pre or for the preview image. And I, I forgot what I was reading. I've been reading about it all day. It might have something to do with deception or alternate realities or maybe something like time travel. I don't remember. I've been reading a ton of different theories. But it's wild. People didn't think, you know, the meteor that that was going to fall and hit Fortnite at the end of Season 3, people thought that that was, you know, f- fire in a bottle. Epic was never going to get the same kind of hype that they got with the meteorite that's going to allegedly strike Tilted Towers that kind of didn't. And now they've got this real life, you know, people are looking for stuff. They had a worldwide missile launch that everybody that was online on this one day at this one hour watched this missile launch and this rift. They've got more people talking about Fortnite now than ever. You know, if you look like Twitter trends or uh, Twitter analytics, there's more people talking about Fortnite now than there was like when Drake played Fortnite with Ninja. And that was that caught that was a a cultural thing. It wasn't a video game thing. That was a cultural phenomena that Drake plays a video game like a human. Um, And they've somehow, you know, got this even more exciting than than that was. So um, I'm not as into Fortnite as I might have been at the end of season three, but I'm watching this. You know, every couple of hours, I'm checking the subreddit. Like, what what's happened? What's next? What have we figured out? Yeah, I'm watching. Same with me. I'm not as big of a player, but I still watch this. And I want every time a move happens, I wonder if it's that if it's the next thing that's going to pull me back in. Spoiler alert: Paragon characters are coming to Fortnite. That's what this is all about. <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, some rumors are because of all the sand and everything that, that we might be seeing like a, a new desert style map or something like that. But no, nobody really knows. We're not. We're going to find out here in a couple days. I think with the rifts we'll that are tearing out. into the world and stuff's dropping in them, it'd be cool if they had a and they, they could do like a special game mode like they did with like the Thanos um, and do like almost like a realm warp. Like there's. A certain number of these realm warps in each map, and if you find them, you go and you literally port yourself into like a even like a dark zone map or something like that, and you can like only kill people in whichever realm you're in in that game. I actually I have another theory. Test. Give me some cam. Give me some cam here. 
I believe through the success of Fortnite, it has grown too big, and they have teamed up with evil supervillain Elon Musk to create an actual <laughs> island where people go and fight to the death for money. That is what's happening. Elon Musk is involved. Mark my words. He's an evil villain, and he needs to be stopped. And that's what's happening. That's why Fortnite's coming to the real world. There's a real island where people are murdering each other for money. Count on it. Find the island, save the people, and stop Elon Musk. So I have to bring this up because you reminded me now that about Elon Musk. And it's simply this. You called him a villain uh, when we were talking about the AI, which was like last week or whatever. The AI that's going to beat everybody in Dota. and His AI. Yeah. And so, and so you lost your mind and you started talking about how he's a villain and all this stuff. And then like a few days later... The man comes up with three different ways that he's going to save 16 children that are stuck in a cave. And our good friend Invalid turns to me and goes, man, Elon Musk, he's legit a real world Batman. And I was like looking at him, I'm like, that's weird because that I just called him a supervillain. Like I'm torn between this because the dude just built a miniature submarine in like 30 minutes to go save these children. It's a false flag. <laughs> He is presenting himself a hero to distract us from the villainy that he's creating with his evil murder island and his AI that's going to kill us all. It's you got to go out and do do little good things. Save a couple kids here and then pull a cat out of the tree while you're building robots that are going to destroy us. What about the flamethrowers that he builds? Are those for the 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 murder island or are they for us to defend ourselves against the killer robot you think a flamethrower is going to stop a killer robot I know you've seen Terminator <laughs> okay he's making those things he is Skynet and trust you, me wait Elon Musk is Skynet it's happening okay alright there you have it I'm, I'm telling you hashtag not fake news great that he saved some kids but he's gonna he's dooming us all deadite it was brought to our attention in the Twitch chat over at twitch.tv slash Media. What if Elon Musk planted those kids so now we can go save them? <laughs> yes! So now he's, that he's, could be like, a possibility. How else do you have a super submarine? Like, I get the submarine ready yeah, in eight for, hours. Yeah. No, you were exactly. building it for weeks. Exactly. It was all on a lab. This is some, like, Mission Impossible stuff. Because he's a super villain. I gotta I, cut the stream. He's no. gonna show up here <laughs> any could, minute now. You could build a submarine in eight hours. Have you guys ever played Song of the Deep? Oh my or Minecraft? You're playing Minecraft, Jazzy? I can't. Minecraft. I don't even a submarine in like a night. I can't even handle building mousetrap, Jazzy, let alone <laughs> a submarine, okay? Because I'm a common man. I'm not a villain. Well, then you better stay away from these world pinatas because that's where the robots are going to jump also, out of. It's also why you guys don't want me in Minecraft. They'll <laughs> ruin no, everything. That's why we want you in Minecraft. We're that's not, we're not actually it, trying. Yeah, we're not, not trying to be good in Minecraft. We're just trying to be as ridiculous as possible, and that's why we need you in Minecraft. But Jazzy's trying really hard to be good at Minecraft. <laughs> okay. Alright, let's... Uh, I, I would say, though, if he came in and destroyed everything that I did, I'd have been like, you suck! I'll be the Elon Musk of Minecraft. Yeah. You just see him log in. It's like, Musk. Look, I built a... <laughs> look, look, Jazzy, I built a flamethrower flame, flame inside of your wooden house. <laughs> <laughs> Either would be the but guy I saved to do all that. the chickens. <laughs> yeah. He'd like take that one square out. And he'd be like, "Hey, hop in here. I'm gonna uh, dump some water on you. Make a little jacuzzi, and it'd be lava, and you'd die." All right, we got to move on though. Next topic is the Patreon pick 
of the week. We had a tie. We uh, we we chose our tiebreaker, and it is new Mega Man 11 details have been revealed. And I'm actually really excited that Capcom seems to have paid attention to what their fans want. So, the new details uh, were revealed uh, in the in addition of new modes, a new robot master, and uh, Capcom announced a time attack mode, which allows Mega Man to revisit robot master stages and play through them as quickly as possible to try and top online leaderboards. Hmm. That sounds familiar because it was from the it was the first Legacy Collection that then they ripped out of Legacy Collection 2 and everybody was like, why is this not here? So that was uh, that's some good news because I really enjoy that mode. Uh, the balloon attack mode is something that they that's new too, uh, which also runs on a timer, but it removes all of the stage's enemies in favor of red and blue balloons. If Mega Man misses a blue balloon or accidentally hits a red balloon, his overall time will be uh, affected. So blue good, red bad, race through the so level. So it's a speed run. Yeah. So I was like, I like it. I like that it. That sounds interesting. And then Blast Man is the new robot master to join the ranks of Block Man and Fuse Man. Uh, was also given some details today. His stage is set around a destroyed theme park and is naturally filled with explosions and attractions. Blast Man throws explosives around his stage, growing more dangerous and erratic as the fight progresses. And then uh, upon defeating Blast Man, Mega Man receives the Chain Blast weapon that floats sticky bombs across the screen. They can be detonated all at once, or Mega Man can utilize the game's new po- uh, power gear system to make an even more powerful explosion. Mm-hmm. So, I just thought, so far what we've seen in Mega Man 11, like, even though uh, Infune is not involved with this, like, it, it, it feels like Mega Man. With a, with a, with yes some some changes some evolution to the IP which you know is okay and now I feel like they're taking some of the best modes from their Legacy Collection series and they're continuing it into their new games. Let's not forget that the last thing Inafune did was Mighty Number no. Nine. <laughs> so the credibility <laughs> is the really goat, low, man. The goat. I mean, my wife played it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and I watched and I was like. How ugh, it looked it my number nine's really bad. <laughs> so the credibility's yeah, out there. Anyone should be able to make a better Mega Man game than Mighty Number no. Nine was at being Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah, that's still it's still upsetting for me. I'm worried about Bloodstain. I think I think <laughs> Ritual of the Night's gonna be the same thing. Well it doesn't look like I don't like the visual stuff. Okay, so I mean um Mighty Number no. Nine didn't wasn't didn't do well. We've had things like money um, money gun vault and stuff like that that's helped us kind of fill those uh, that Mega Man mm-hmm. need. Plus, we've had the um, legacy or the legacy collections have come out. But what do you think of what we're seeing of Mega Man Eleven so far? I mean, it's not that far down the road from a release date. Is this something that you can't wait for? It's a launch day pickup for you. For me, no. I'm just like I'm bad at video games, and Mega Man games are hard. <laughs> so I have a I have you know the Mega Man collection on GameCube. Like I'll play that. I don't think I'm gonna buy Mega Man Eleven at full price day one uh, because I'm just gonna play it for a couple days, get frustrated with it, 
And, you know, I'm just not that kind of Mega Man fan. I enjoy Mega Man, but not enough where I'm going to buy it day one. But the I like that they're adding replay value. They're giving you a little bit more to do. And that's sort of expected out of a video game nowadays. So it looks like they're doing all the right things, and it looks like a good game. Any input, Jazzy? I almost think, and I don't know if this would be too much or not, they should put the, like, Mega Man Maker into this as well. With these new game modes, like being able to create your own levels to kind of speed run and stuff like that and share them with other people in the, in the new Mega Man world. I mean, I think you, like, I think you, if you, I think Mega Man Maker can just be its own game that own comes thing. off the PC. Like, like clean it up and release it to the Switch. Beat Mario Maker to the, to the table and be the first, like, you know, the first style of that game to hit the Switch. Um, but, I don't know. I think Mega Man 11 is promising the for me I'm not like I'm not Chops or or Xander who like love Mega Man. Like I'm a fan of Mega Man, but I found that time it's that time attack style really like gave me a whole new way to play Mega Man that I never thought I would care about until I actually played it and then was like, "Oh, this is fun." So if it's similar to what they did in like the first Legacy Collection, I'm sure that I'll play through this game and beat it and then I'll be and then I'll have my favorite levels that I'll want to race. I'll have my favorite like boss levels, like maybe it'll be Blastman or something like that. Then I'll want to see how well I can do now that I have the level memorized, how quick can I get through it? You know, in a way where it's like I don't have to worry about having my computer set up with a timer going and like, you know, trying to speed run like a traditional speedrunner. No, I have a mode built into my game that I can just go into and give it a try. And that's, I mean, we did it, I did it with Legacy Collection when it re-released on, well, not re-released, but when it finally came out on the Switch, I went right back, the first thing I did, I didn't play any of the Mega Man games normally, I went right to the time attack, un- went down and unle- un- uh, unlocked Craig's Challenge, and then just sat there and played Craig's Challenge over and over again, because that's my challenge, that's the challenge I, I, I like the most. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm pumped for it. Tess, you got any input on Mega Man 11? Nope. You gonna buy it? Not at all. You're that's such a liar. You buy everything. Yeah, but I'm not a Mega Man guy at all. Like yeah. I, I, I have no love remember for the Mega Man series. Remember when you were not a Metroidvania guy, guy either? Yeah, that was last week though. <laughs> yeah. So then next week you're gonna be a Mega Man guy. I, I just, I just don't find any enjoyment on games that are hard for the sake of being hard. And if you look at my blog over at GameZillaMedia.com, where I talk about liking Metroidvania style games, it talks about they're not. It's not a game that. The difficulty of Metroidvania games is not there because that's the style of the game. The style of the game is not hard. It's not anything that's super difficult that's meant to be frustrating. It's just explorative and you need to remember things and whatever. Mega Man just, they they want to bust, like, he wants to bust balls. That game is there to, to frustrate you, to miss that jump, to miss that whatever. And then just, that's not the kind of fun I have playing video games. Okay. Yeah. We're, we Vecto Man guys. I don't know what you just said. I mean, I, Vector Man, man. yes. Vector. Oh, they said Vecto. He did say Vecto, but Wait. we all know that he meant Vector Man. Shout out to Vecto in Ve- the Discord. Vector, Vector Man, another another plat- old school Sega Genesis platformer. That was that was my Mega Man because I was a Sega guy. I didn't have the Nintendo. Did you play both of them? I did. <laughs> I did play both of them. I, I owned them both. They had some solid music, man. I think mm-hmm. I just have two. I might only have two, number two. The now, thing I don't like about Vector Man is it feels like you're so zoomed in. Like yeah. at least Mega yeah. Man, you see more of the level, you see more of what's going on. Yeah, that's true. Vector Man kind of sucked. 
<laughs> I never said I it was good. It. Yeah, I just I, said we played I, a lot of it. I enjoyed <laughs> it as a kid. As an adult, it's a disappointment, just like me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move into our last topic. Tencent. Y'all, y'all may have heard of Tencent. The rapper? Yeah. Dime? Yeah, Dime. <laughs> Tencent, the giant Chinese company that owns so much of the video game industry at this point, plans to release its Steam competitor, Wii Game, worldwide. How's it spelled? W-E-G-A-M-E. Oh, okay. I was hoping it was W-I-I. I was like, Nintendo's going to be so mad. <laughs> Nintendo's pissed. So uh, there's been no, no release. No, they spelled Wii correctly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. There is uh, no release date for the global version yet, but this is the largest platform in China for um, digital gaming purchases, and Steam is trying to work on Steam China. Um, something that they want to bring to the China um, industry. But Tencent is trying to uh, basically flip that and say, cool, well, if you're going to try to come here, we're going to try to go everywhere else. And this is uh, just it's an interesting fact because we it, it wasn't that long ago, I think it was an alpha episode, where we just um, you know kind of ripped apart Steam because of some decisions that we didn't agree with. Well, Valve. Yeah, we ripped apart Valve, the owner of Steam. And so here we are now, Tencent versus Valve. And I kind of wonder now, like, okay, we've sat here and we've watched, you know, like Steam's not like a little, anything little. It's not going anywhere tomorrow. But you, this is a competitor, competitor that we really have to actually look at and take seriously as like, oh, wow, this could kill Steam. This could be the next big thing that pretty much just puts Steam to rest because Steam has just done such a poor job at really trying to evolve itself moving forward. It feels like it's just clunky. It just it, it it's just a mess. And it works. And one reason why it's successful is because there really isn't anything out there to compete against it. But when when Tencent makes makes some noise, you have to listen because these guys are not they're huge. I'm just saying this interface picture that we have up on our Twitch broadcast, even though it's in Chinese, already looks better than the Steam interface. You don't know that. Plus, I have to like this better because if you look over here, they're clearly downloading League of Legends. Well, because Tencent owns League. Right. Or at least a giant part of League. See, but here's my concern. If China makes games with the same quality they make our McDonald's toys, I'm not interested in them. Listen, Probably the shirt you're wearing was made in China. The hat you're wearing was made in China. The sun, the glasses on your face was probably made in China. I, I, the fake beard on your face was I, made in China. If the cam wasn't on me right now, I'd take my shirt off and throw it to you to show you that this the quality of this shirt is awful. It's Awful, it's from China. Feel how <laughs> terrible that shirt is. Joke's on you. The camera can't go back on now. <laughs> First of all, I'm just going to It came prove. from five below. Hold on. I'm gonna... <laughs> it was a $5 shirt. Ha! Made in Honduras. <laughs> Suck it. Well, I wouldn't buy video games from Honduras either. <laughs> if that shirt was made in China, it'd be a little bit softer, about 1%. <laughs> it'd be full of pine needles. <laughs> 
<laughs> they we took skip, our germs. Did we all skip over the fact that that Jedi's upset that his <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> toys that he still gets <laughs> at the age of thirty is seen? I'm twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Are made from China. almost thirty. How about that? He's the hat. The hat's fabric the is definitely from China. Yeah, yeah. see, <laughs> and you love that hat, so put it back on your head. Yeah, exactly. Because it was a gift from my friend Jess. Uh-huh. <laughs> I yeah. went to China to get that. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, Lauren sent me to the store. It was in China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So first of all. You enjoy that hat because many, <laughs> many, many small children worked hard to get you that hat. Good communist children. Yeah. Both of those children were making McDonald's toys. Okay. <laughs> but they also are doing this because, and we saw this at PAX East this year, is that the um, gaming industry coming out of China, are, they're really trying to break... Uh, into North America, into other you know other areas of the world to show what there what's going on in the China gaming industry and all these great games that are being developed there. So this is the uh, they also came out and said that we game is also going to be um, the catalyst to help bring Chinese developed video games to the rest of the world. Yeah, isn't that why they? And we saw some really cool yeah. games at PAX East. Like Candleman or uh, Candlestick or what Candle I, something. What Candleman. I do know is, so I lived Candlestick with, man. I lived with a, a, my roommate was from China for my first semester in college. <laughs> oh God, this isn't a good story. This doesn't support anybody. No, 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 anybody. no, 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 no. I remember he used to play some game. I, I had lived with him for like a day and I look over, he's playing some like frantic anime looking it was like a. It looked like a side-scrolling brawler. I, I. But there were guns. I don't know. It was awesome. And I was like, "Hey, man, what are you playing?" And he turns to me, and goes, "It's Chinese game," and just turns around and starts playing again. I was like, "No, I'll never know now because I can't ask him again what it was." But it looked awesome, so I will say that. He also played Red Alert Two, which was cool with me. Yeah. See, what do you? Why you got beef? I also tried to cook rabbits in the microwave. It was all good. He wiped his butt with a green dish sponge. There's a lot of wild things about living with a dude from China. <laughs> oh dear lord! All right. Um, so, anyways, what do we what do we think? I know a lot of us are pretty are kind of annoyed with Steam as far as just the the layout, the 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 infra, the UI is just a mess. So. Overall, do you welcome competition? Do you worry that this is going to be too much for Valve to handle? Or does this push Valve to make their product better? I, I Do I think it's going to push Valve to make their product better? I think, I think it has to. Like it, If it comes over here and is any, any success at all, then Valve's going to have to get their stuff together and figure out how they're going to fix Steam because it's, it's just a giant mess right now. I'm all for this though, and they even put like their hub in Hong Kong so that they could avoid all of the rules and regulations for video games over in China to distributing to the world. So does that mean that they're going to open up a lot of these games that are stuck in the West to come over to us here in the United States? They're could East. Grim get East West whatever around the other side of the globe? Does Grim I know my finally, directions. Does Grim finally get his games that are stuck over in China and Japan? No, because China didn't make Fantasy Star. I'm screwed. Yeah, but they they could bring it. No. They see no. the success and no then they're going to be like, gonna give me Fantasy Star, Star online too. No one. <laughs> coming to Wii No games. one. Coming to Wii games. Fantasy Star 2. Here's how I get Fantasy Star 2. 
I learn how to read Japanese. You've and, tried that. It didn't go and, well. And I play it. <laughs> and I gave up real quick. So I'm done. I give up. Sega, Sega has forgotten about its North American fans. And I guess I'm just going to have to live with that. Sega doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Realistically, you're right. I'm not. I can't even argue. Especially that. Sega of North America doesn't exist anymore. I'm not gonna lie. I read an article. This is way off topic, but we, we're gonna bring in Sega here. I read an article about Dreamcast the other day, and I was like, I was like, oh, it's the it's there's an anniversary coming around. So one year away. Yeah, one year away. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, what what is this about? What is it about? Oh, they're making a Dreamcast candle. Yeah, a candle. Does it smell like a Dreamcast? And I was like, "Are you <laughs> kidding like me right now?" It smells <laughs> like failure. <laughs> now, to be fair, they are they are working on some sort of like classic Dreamcast like mini you know thing, kind of like the NES Classic or whatever. So we'll see if that actually ever is made. But the can't like. It was literally an article about how Sega and this popular candle company were working together to, to like collaborate about a Dreamcast candle, and I was like, "God, you you guys used to be so cool. <laughs> you used to be so awesome." I was just showing Jazzy the controllers. He's like, "What's that little screen for?" I was like, "Jazzy, that's the memory card." Did you never play a Dreamcast? I've never played a Dreamcast. Yeah. You've never played Dreamcast. Never played goes, Dreamcast. So Nerd barbecue. We have to have a Dreamcast yeah. station. Oh, absolutely. So listen, he goes, "What's that little screen for?" I'm like. I'm like, Jazzy, that's a memory card. And I pull it out and I show him that it has buttons on it. He goes, what do you do with that? Play Snake? And I was like, you know it. He's like, what? I can play Snake on that? Not only can you play Snake, but then you take your high score, you plug it back into your Dreamcast, and you get perks inside your video game. And I was like... Super cool idea. I was like, there you go. Dreamcast. Sega, always ahead of their time. They just also like to take guns and shoot themselves in the foot over and over again because they thought it was fun. Super cool idea. I found my video cord I was missing from my Dreamcast, so I will be playing Dreamcast very soon. Nice. Yeah, we'll have we'll have some Dreamcast going in Nerd Barbecue for sure, because I want to get some Power Stone going. Mm. Now, Test and Deadite, uh, can I get over under on uh, if Grim will, will come into the studio <laughs> one day and this candle will be in his household? <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll buy it. That's not. That's not. Wait, wait, wait. Any chance that I can support Sega? And and so there's a there's a fraction of a percent that they might finally do something good. Unfortunately, we'll do it. No, no, do not. You are supporting them. You're you're teaching them a bad lesson. That if if they put a Dreamcast logo on a pile of feces, you will buy it. That is not a good lesson. Okay, fine, fine. I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal. Do you agree? I need to know what the deal That's is not how uh, deals work. I tried. I tried, Test. I tried. The deal was going to be, you play Minecraft, I give up on Dreamcast and Sega. Can I cash up you right now? <laughs> I don't want you to give up on Dreamcast and Sega. I don't want you to buy a, a candle. Fine. Instead of the candle, I will buy the 20th anniversary uh, pin. Yeah, okay. Okay. I like, the I like candle how just Sega, doesn't make sense. I like how Sega is having Jesse, <laughs> Jesse. It's bundled with the candle. (laughs) (laughs) For every dollar that I don't cash app Deadite to No, don't do this again. I'm gonna cash app Grimlock to buy the candle. (sighs) This is what (laughs) this is what happened before with with uh, Rocket League and Disc Jam. Tessie was gonna give his money to 2K, which I couldn't allow. I like how I like how Sega's going the route of like (laughs) <laughs> those kids that stand out of your grocery store and sell candy to try to like get 
college education funds or go on a trip somewhere. It's like Sega's like, man, you buy this candle, we might be able to make another system. If we sell enough candles. Sega is never making another system. As sad as that makes me, they are never going to make another system. This candle is $30. $30? Are you looking it up right now? You looked it up. Well, no, I was just informed by the chat. Uh, candles are expensive, man. Have you ever been... Have you Look ever it been up in, and get it on the Twitch screen. Have I you ever been know. to a Yankee candle? Yeah, but you get like... If you buy seven, it's only $56. Yeah. Oh, I wish. Trust me, I've bought Yankee candles, okay? You're lucky if you get one. Buy two, get one for $80. Sphinx <laughs> wants to know if the Dreamcast candle smells like burnt hedgehog. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Sega had w- only one successful video game system. The rest of theirs were bombs here in North America. The Master System? Bombed in North uh, America. Whoa. Whoa. No, you're right. <laughs> I know you're right. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like searching around. I'm like, Game Gear? Nope. No, Nomad? Well, that's just G- Portable Genesis. So, nope. Uh, uh, Sega Set? Nope. Sega CD. Guys, we got to wrap up. Actually, this. did pretty well. We so, got to wrap so, up this podcast because we need to make Gamezilla Media candles to put on our. The Dreamcast was the store. best system ever made. You know that's not true. You can love it. You know it's not the best. It's the best. It doesn't have the. It doesn't have the best library. Best library means the best no. system. Best potential system ever made. <laughs> okay, okay. Potential. <laughs> in the year, in September 9th of well, yeah. 1999, yeah, yeah, yeah. it had more potential than anything that ever was made. I'm just right. Which would have been right around the PS2. Like, its potential that the Dreamcast had in its time was unlike anything else. I mean, I was playing dial-up video games Fantasy Star, and then and then they released the, the broadband modem adapter for it, and then I'm sitting there, you know, like I said, at school, I didn't have, there weren't no smartphones to distract me like I get distracted at work right now. Instead, I sat there and played Snake and played a bunch of other little dinky games on this little controller, and then would go home, plug it in, and get bonus points. Like, these are things that we're getting now in games, too, and it's like, Sega tried to they they always shot for like the stars, man, and yeah, it cost them in the long run. But I appreciated that. I like innovative companies. It's one reason why I've always I've never like wanted to give up on Nintendo because I know every time they go to announce something, it's crazy. But they're the ones that somehow figure out how to make it work. And Sega was that other company that would try to do that. And Dreamcast was just Dreamcast was super cool. And this episode of the Legend of Retro Podcast was, was supported by our patrons over on our Patreon. I page. like how this got brought up after us debating about Steam and Wii game like platforms. Like yeah. no one knows what we're even talking about anymore. So let's let's just this has been the news. Um, if you want to talk about Dreamcast more, you can find me in the Discord, and we can talk about it in uh, probably Legend of Retro would be the preferred zone for that. But yeah, we're just gonna take over that channel. Only talk about Dreamcast tomorrow. I'm telling you, Dreamcast greatest Do system it. ever made. Sales don't matter. Money doesn't matter. <laughs> so they could just stop because they knew they were too good. <laughs> That's usually why people stop making money. They're like, you know what? It's not fair to everyone else. Let's just stop. Yeah, I'm bored with making all this money. Let's just let's let somebody else have a turn. That's why I have to order their candle, okay? Because I respect them. <laughs> <laughs> I will never order a candle for you. <laughs> He's going to light that candle and just wave it slowly back and forth in here. It will burn out faster than seconds. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been the news. Let's move into some esports with Jazzy Fiddle. Welcome to Summoner's Rift. Oh, this is a little bit risky. Oh, my God, Freiburg, are you kidding me? 
Oh, let's break it. Damn! Oh, yeah. Oh, Dead Eye Net Sega joke. That's the Jesse, best. Jesse, Jesse. Woo! Hey, hey, man, how'd hey. you get here? Man, I ran from the studio. Did you hear that That the NA, NALCS, the teams from North America, Yeah, they did real bad? They. We will talk about that. Okay, well, I just want to remind you that they did really bad. They. Okay, yeah, well, that's about go. it. I got to go. For our first topic, we have a short segment of esports news this week. First topic, Blizzard suffered a DDoS attack that started last night and lasted until around 6 a.m. this morning. Overwatch, <laughs> along with other Blizzard games, were shut down during this attack on Blizzard's, what they're calling, network providers that got attacked. No one knows yet exactly what the attackers were after, but I can only imagine that they were trying to find a way... To make watching the Overwatch League bearable. Toasty. That's all I got. How dare you? That Sega candle is sacred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. We're talking about o o Overwatch? Overwatch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Overwatch. Hot garbage. Yeah. Our second news topic this past weekend. The greatest rivalry in League of Legends history took place. North America versus Europe rift rivals. And we did great. We apologize to any and all North American fans because the only thing that seemed to be easier than beating a North American team at rift rivals was one-shotting Team Liquid's double lift. Oh, I can think of something easier. Nintendo putting Rip. Sega out of business! <laughs> Sega Watch put Sega one. out of business! Watch this one-shot and double lift. <laughs> deleted. <laughs> Just insta-deleted by Heimerdinger. Man, my man. Yeah, double lift uh, not looking so hot. NA not looking so hot. You showed one clip! You showed one clip of our boy. We only have budget for one clip. Why? We only hold on. Had the budget hold on. For one why clip. do you? Why do you want to watch NALCS get buried? I don't. I don't they just played so bad. I can't spin it. I can't spin it any way possible. I just spent Sega into a candle and said it was a good idea. You can spin it. Listen, I thought if any team was going to be successful in Rift Rivals, it was going to be Team Echo Fox. Because they have these crazy team comps that they pull out of nowhere and just make them work. And it was going to catch Europe by surprise. They did the first part of that by picking crazy team comps. <laughs> and then they literally run and try to 2v3, like, tower dive and just get blown up. And it was it was awful. I've That's never because Echo Fox is garbage. I, I just, it looked like the, it looked like Academy Fox showed up. And then no, it looks like and C9 then, showed up. I, I think it's a goal. <laughs> and then 100 Thieves didn't do very hot in this tournament. I don't really blame them too much, though, because their the whole team was new with Meteos leaving. Did I look at the screen? Oh, my gosh. Deadeye. You can talk about esports. This? this is Deadeye. Yeah. Man. This is amazing. Esports Dreamcast coming 2027. Man, I'd be ready. Keep talking about esports. I mean, rest in peace, North America. That's all I have for esports because there was nothing going on. Let's bring it back to the studio. That's all you got? That's all I got. Wow, you uh, weren't prepared. I'm disappointed in you. 
What are you talking about? They're, what else did I miss? What Who I miss? won Rift Rivals? What was the best team? Europe won Rift Rivals. What was the best team? Europe. What was the best team, though? The wait. Do you know how Rift Rivals works? I don't care. What was the best team that performed? The best team? Because you sure as Okay. North oh. America team? Oh. There it is. Jazzy brought it out of me. <laughs> One hour, seven minutes, and 12 seconds. Got him. Shit. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Because <laughs> you sure as hell <laughs> Europe got Europe. to talk about Team Liquid <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and showing you broke it all the way down to double lift being, yeah. being the guy that, you know, got one shotted, but you can't even talk about Europe at all about who did well. Europe destroyed NA. Uh, G2 uh, didn't lose a game until the finals when they lost to Echo Fox. As far as how North America did, Technically, Team Liquid had a better record, but Echo Fox won the game that mattered, which still didn't matter because they lost in the finals, but North America didn't do good. G2 looks really good. Um, Splice looked awful, and then in the finals, defeated Team Liquid, which I didn't think was going to happen. And, um, yeah, G2. They're undefeated over in Europe right now. And they went undefeated in Ref Rivals until that finals game against Echo Fox. So that's their first loss of the season. Yeah, but they always do that. They, they, like, yeah, G2 always, worlds. yeah. They, they go like the perfect season and then they sweep playoffs and then they show up at Worlds and just... Oh, you're getting called out in the Twitch uh, Twitch chat, Deadite. Me? I can't see the Twitch chat. What are people saying? They're about saying me? that uh, actually you uh, you said a naughty word last week um, that they could not play by it around their kids. What? I can't say it. I already I'm, I already ruined it once. Well, it's already gonna... been ruined. Yeah, doesn't mean that we go. Was that the just end on, uh, when we voted fest. that it wasn't? I yes. think it was during the uh, yeah during the. Prologue. Last action podcast Prologue. plug, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yes, dumb arse is what he clarified yep. it as. Um, yeah. Except I think he said bad arse. I did, which isn't against the law, so tell your kids to toughen up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is what I said against the law? Yes. Gamezilla. Even it's if for it's the, only once? It's yes. for the tough children. Even if we bleep it out? No, which I won't be doing. Man, I'll bleep it out since you can't do your job. It's okay. I want you to be better. That's nah. what I want. Nah, that's cool. We'll but we're not better, so we need you to believe it out. <laughs> All right. Anyways, <sighs> I do have some mustard bust. So can we go into mustard bust? I don't know. Are you just gonna curse the whole time? Yeah, I am. And you're gonna bleep out every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> if you kids don't stop fighting, I'm gonna give somebody a lot of work to do. Oh, okay. I'll delete a whole section of the show. Huh? That's an easy way to fix it. <laughs> it's time for mustard bust. Welcome to it's not Muster Bust. Someone changed my buttons. Jazzy. No, I didn't change <laughs> it. duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? All right. This week, we actually have some games to talk about. So let's get started with Another World, which is a... Uh, classic platforming game here. Coming to the Nintendo Switch, July 9th, 2018. Test is a day one purchase. Bust. <laughs> it is a bust. For some reason, I just got Another World and Two Human mixed up. I go, they're bringing Two Human to the no, Switch? Another World, That yeah. company went under. Not interested at Man, all, super but it's bust. There. Only Minecraft on the Switch. 
Yeah. All right. But a game I am excited for and just actually recently saw the trailer for it uh, at your housewarming party that I was 20XX coming out July 10th, 2018 Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Who needs Mega Man 11? It looks really cool. Uh, that is a day one pickup for me. Also because of the co-op functionality of this game. So it's a Mega Man style game with co- local co-op. So uh, I'm excited about that one. Mega That's Man's it. dumb. Bust. Yeah, whatever. Um, okay, fine. Then the biggest bust here is probably Octopath Traveler. If you buy this, you're an idiot and no one likes you. I might yeah. rather like a toilet seat than play that game. Probably, yeah. I ain't got a hundred hours to deal yeah. with. Just some take a bunch jer- of needles and jab them in your eye. That's pretty much what this game is. The ugliest, stupidest game I've ever seen. You're all J- going to make me swear again. JRPG. <laughs> <laughs> JRPGs are for dweebs anyway. No, but Octopath Traveler coming out July 13th. It actually looks amazing. Uh, the art, the artwork is fantastic. We've played some of the demos that they've released. It, it's going to be anybody looking for that that RPG, just fun turn. It's turn based, right? Yeah, turn based uh, standard RPG is going to be. A blast. You say it's turd based? Turd based. Big yeah. old turd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. I might have turn. turds. Yeah. I might have been, yeah, but I meant turd. And then of course the uh the GOAT, the game that everybody cares about coming out that same day, July 13th, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. It's an absolute must. Man, it's so good. It's so good. Absolute must. And uh, that's that's what I got. You're gonna have to tune into the blog. Uh, to uh, to get uh, more details on some of these games, but those are the must or bust of the week, and that's uh, that's all. That's it, Jazzy. Take it away. Okay, did I take it away? <laughs> <laughs> Let me take you. <laughs> Let me take you to the 1990s when gaming was played on a couch, not connected to the internet, and you're listening. To the Legend of Retro podcast, hang out with Chops, Xander, and Craig WK as they take you through a journey through history, and uh, they talk about retro video games, because it's the Legend of Retro. Recently had a great episode on Ogre Battle 64 featuring Testonomics. Worst game ever. Must. <laughs> it's a must. Uh, you know, he he made an offer out there. Uh, you know, if you listen to it, maybe you can score yourself a, a free copy, a digital copy of Ogre Battle 64. But you got to listen to the Legend of Retro podcast from last week to find out how. And it's available all the same places that this great podcast is listened to. Test, I know I said I wanted Gamesville podcast numbers to go up, but I didn't think you were going to sabotage the Legend of Retro by offering people digital copies of the worst game ever made. I'm going to swear again. <laughs> <laughs> Get the timestamp ready. <laughs> I mean, the only, game, the, last one the only game I'm worse than Octopath Traveler has got to be... Whatever game he likes. I forgot what it is. Me? O- Ogre Metroid Battle. Prime o- 1. Ogre Battle 64. I got nothing to say. I don't know what you're trying to get. You can't get me to do nothing. Man, I, I'm not trying to get you to do anything. I'm just making sure that I lay can't down the facts. Can't nobody break your pride. Yeah, what Jazzy said. Can't nobody hold 
hold him down. Yeah. Whoa, no. Jazzy, stop singing and tell people about Patreon. <laughs> Dear God. Sing a song in, about in Patreon. In this podcast. Sing a song about Patreon. The show is broken. You're sitting too close to the screen. <laughs> Singing a song about Patreon. No, the show is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can Patreon. get early access and influence this show, but you have early to access. visit patreon.com slash gamesilla media to do so. Visit us right now. Patreon.com. It's a website where you can give us money that we badly need. <laughs> so we can stop singing. So we can get rid of that guy right there, Jazzy. Listen, youths. If you're not and old, old enough, too. if you're not old enough to listen to swear words on this show, well, listen. One. It was one swear word. Listen to the last action podcast because they'll talk about movies that are probably rated PG-13 and higher. And you can hear about the movies that your parents won't let you watch. It's the last action podcast. New episodes release. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, everywhere you listen to this podcast. Every Monday, so you get to listen to Last Action Podcast. You get to get off of uh, your job because uh, twelve-year-olds work, and uh, you know who cares about school? You're in a summer job now, and smoking then, that tobacco, and you know pretty soon you'll be drinking, and then yeah. the heart drugs come. But you can listen to podcasts where you go yep. through all of it, and your when mom you can't rehab, tell you you can't. And when you hit rehab, they'll be playing the podcast. Don't get yelled at because you all break at work. <laughs> get back in there and make that McDonald's toys. Last Action Whoa. Podcast. It's an action movie podcast with LPJ and the Sphinx. Listen to it. All right. If you like the podcast, other things you can do to enjoy GameZilla, stream team right on Twitch. Twitch.tv, GameZilla Media. We have stream team like Testonomics, the face of Switch, Matrix on Stage, Spectre XV. Uh, we got The Glitch doing doing Contra speedruns. We have Jazzy Fiddle, who doesn't stream anymore, but he kind of does. We have retro games sometimes, but also the Rocket League master, Dead Eye Night. Yeah! Scoring goals, getting butt-out shutouts. What, what, what kind of shutout? A butt-out shutout. <laughs> butt-out shutout, okay. Yeah. That's a technical term. I just don't understand it because I'm not pro. Well, it's because you, you don't watch my stream to mm, know. Mm, okay, yep. And don't forget about Spidey2KX with his return to streaming, getting deep into Monster Hunter. Deep. 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 Some might say too deep. Scoring goals and taking souls. It's the Deadite way. <laughs> anyways. Had, had to get that in. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> I gotta get, my, gotta get my stuff in. Anyways, there's plenty of uh, content to be watching on the uh, community that is Games on Media on Twitch.tv. And then, of course, Craig WK, Player One Miggy, ho uh, holding up the YouTube channel with Craig WK Longplay, Pixel Theater. Uh, we have some special videos coming out, like our Toys R Us Memories video from this podcast that got put up on YouTube. So if you missed it, you can enjoy it there. I want to throw something out related to my stream, and it's for anyone coming to Nerd Barbecue. If you want to watch a couple's stream <laughs> of myself and my wife playing Donkey Kong Com Country Tropical Freeze, you got to go up and bother my wife about it at the Nerd Barbecue because she's skeptical. She kind of wants to try it, but she's not sure. So if you want to watch her and I play Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze together, you need to let her know. If you want to just watch her play it, you need to let her know. Absolutely. We can just cut me out. Yeah. Just Yeah. I mean, either way, it works. Not saying she's a booby streamer or anything. Not no, saying, I'm not, not saying. saying not not, saying. But she might be. <laughs> <laughs> she might do it. Let's get to affiliate. <laughs> partner, partner. Let's go all yeah, the yeah. way to partner. Yeah, straight to partner. Cutting checks. 
But, uh, yeah, anybody that's local or is traveling to Michigan, uh, this coming Saturday is Nerd Barbecue 4.0. Uh, the event is on Facebook, but you can find more details in the Discord. So, again, join the Discord because that's how you're going to become part of this community and how you're going to get the information to come have a great time with us this coming Saturday the 14th. You got anything, Jazzy? No. Nothing? I will say that I was watching a Spidey 2K stream, and his little calico cat in Monster World is named Chops, and that made me laugh. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I think I named mine after one of the corgis. I don't remember. I think J- Jade and I picked one each. I think I gave her Loki, and I took Thor. I mean, that's a smart move by yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, smart move. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for hanging out on episode 215 of the GameZilla podcast. Please remember to hit that subscribe, hit that like, hit that heart emoji, leave a comment, give us five stars. It helps us so much. It doesn't matter if it's iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Podbeam, wherever it is that you listen to this content, give us some love, and uh, we appreciate it so much. Thank you to all of our patrons, and we hope to see many of you this weekend at Nerd Barbecue 4.0. But until next time... Game on!